If your loved one is at risk of a fall, the Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health can help support their safety in their home with 24-7 emergency monitoring, even when you can't be there. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. Hello and welcome on this nice spring-like day. March 27th. The year is flying by, folks. Enjoy the day. Tomorrow's not going to be as nice. Hopefully you'll come back and tune in at 8 a.m. Start off the day in the right way. You're probably going to be inside a lot tomorrow. But today, after the show, go out and enjoy it. I hope you had a good week. The stock market's ended on a really, really high note. Record highs. How does that happen with all the headlines? 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have, folks, any questions whatsoever, let me get you started and pointed in the right direction with my professional opinion. And hopefully, hopefully, when you reach that retirement age, you'll be prepared and ready to go. 1-800-825-5949. Let's start off the day with Julie in Boston Spy. Hello, Julie. Hi, how are you? I'm doing wonderful now that I'm talking to you. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> um, well, I have a really quick question. I um, left a job of um, like 27 years um, and started a new job, but I have a pension at the old job, and um, it's not a fortune, but it's a decent chunk of change, and I'm not sure if I should move it. Um, you know, not making much in the pension because it's supposed to be safe. But, you know, I've heard about how things go um, at other institutions like St. Clair's Hospital. So um, I was wondering if I should move it into the 401k or 403b, whatever it is I have at my new job. I can't afford to put it in a Roth because of the taxes because it's, it's a decent amount of money. Yeah, so it's a great question, Julie, and I appreciate you calling and getting my opinion. Absolutely. I always recommend whenever somebody leaves a job, they should always take their 401k, 403b, whatever the pension plan is with them, put it into an IRA. This way you are in control. You don't have to worry about anybody or anything getting in the way of your future potential growth of that portfolio. So yes, I'm in all favor of you taking it out. But let me ask just a probing question. Is it a 403B that you're in now or is it a pension plan where they say, hey, Julie, when you reach age 65, we're going to give you so much money a month? So the one that I left is a pension plan. It's not in a 401 or 403. I have one of okay. those too, but I, I know I'm going to roll that over to my to my new jobs. Yep. 401. Okay. Um, but this one is just, it's a hospital pension. Um, yep. It's only making, you know, like whatever the savings account rate is at the time. Yep. Well, usually you have a couple options, you know, depending on how it is. You could get a percentage of your salary. That's a true, what we call defined benefit pension plan. And sometimes you're not able to roll that out. Some companies give you the option of taking what they call a lump sum. And then you have to weigh yes, the I risk. Have that option. Re- 
All right, perfect. So how, ballpark, what's the lump sum amount? Like 84000 in there. Yep, yep. And if you keep it there, it's not going to grow much, but you're going to be guaranteed something at retirement. Now you have to weigh out just how much will they earn and how much will they pay you a month compared to how much can you grow it to and then at retirement how much can you take as a withdrawal for the you know kind of think of it this way you should be able to take four or five six percent out so if we grow that to a hundred thousand dollars annually you should be able to keep that hundred thousand dollars intact and take four to six thousand dollars of income out that gives you a ballpark figure. So I'm not sure what the monthly benefit from um, this pension is when you reach that retirement age. You need to weigh the two out. Now, if you're doing it on your own, you need to be real careful, Julie, about, uh, you know, the type investments that you're in. And you want to make sure you're well diversified and you don't want to have any knee-jerk reactions to market volatility because I guarantee you it's going to come with the with the um, sport of investing, let's say. So kind of think about that. Also think about that with regards to the 401k. It's probably a 403b you have. And rolling that into your, your new jobs pension plan, you need to say, hey, do I want to do that or do I want to open up an IRA? We always recommend opening up an IRA. This way you have it in your name. It's your own personal pension plan. You can have a firm like ours help you or other firms out there do it on your own. So those are your choices, Julie. But look a little bit deeper into it. And if you want, you know, give me a call back and I'll I'll help you um, make sense out of it all. Sometimes it can be confusing. But I thank you for calling in. Yeah, and that's why I say look at, look a little deeper into it, and and I promise I'll 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 take a look at it with you if you get confused and help you you know sort things out so that you make the right decisions. Being the first caller of the day, that's my promise to you, Julie. Enjoy the day, enjoy the weekend, stay well. One eight hundred eight two five five nine four nine. We have Bill in Greenville. Hello, Bill. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good afternoon How to you. Doing? you. Um, I got a question about um, Tesla. Now, how do you feel <laughs> Tesla going forward? I know it's I... taking a, a major step backwards, but I, I actually have sold quite a bit of it at the high, not you know, I, more than what I put into it. Well, how do you feel going forward? Yeah, so it sounds as though you owned it at, at one point. I still own it, and it, obviously I made a tremendous amount of money with it, and I sold some of it at the high. I still own quite a bit of it. How do you feel going forward? Yeah, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. You know, God, you, 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 you've done so well with with that. I mean, you 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 were pretty pretty high for for a long time on on Tesla. Um, it's come off. It's it's come off. I mean, Tesla year to date it's down twelve percent. And you know, when 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 you look at from the high, it's down a whole lot more than that. You know, yeah. Kathy Wood, who runs the Arc Innovation Fund, has been getting a lot of press lately because she owns a lot of Tesla. And she just came out, I read this morning in Barron's, she has a price target of $3,000 on, on this holding. Wow. So if you if you want to listen wow. to her, you know, now she has a lot of skin in the game because she needs to truly um, have the stock go well. It's her number one holding in all of her funds. So as, as you can only imagine, um, she has 
she she has a <laughs> a price incentive to to have have this holding do well. But I always get confused. You know, Bill, do I do I look at Tesla as a car company? Do I look at Tesla as um, a technology company, a rocket ship company? Elon Musk obviously is brilliant, very eccentric, but brilliant, very intelligent to put all these these innovations together. You know, when you look at the at the high of of um, Tesla, you know, we were up. I mean, we were approaching nine, $900 a share at, at, at one point. And, you know, here we are down $618 a share is what it closed at. I think it was 618 So you've lost a lot. You've gained a lot from the bottom. It was, you know, just uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was down in the 500 range. Um, you know, if I, if, if I owned it and it doesn't, make up more than 10% of your overall portfolio, I would probably keep it if you like playing with it. Remember, these are the type stocks that we tell our clients. We open up separate accounts for our clients. We call them the sandbox accounts. I'm I'm stealing that name from a dear, dear friend and client of mine who, who named his trading account a sandbox account. You can go out and play in the sandbox as a kid, and you don't care if you get dirty or muddied up. So... You know, just be careful with it. But if I owned, if I owned yeah. it, I wouldn't be selling it at these levels. I, I sold it at the high. I, I, I said, well, I can't be greedy. Take my profit. And I, I actually sold three times what I actually bought it for. Um, man, oh, man. For a dollar right. I so, thought Elon well, Musk still, was brilliant. I still own a lot of it. Bill, I thought Elon Musk was brilliant. You, you, I may have you come work with me as an analyst, for God's yeah. sakes. That's pretty good. Well, I just didn't want to be greedy. I said, well, you know, I've seen other stocks that go up and come down really quickly. And so I didn't want to be greedy. I uh, nope. took my profits and I still own quite a bit of it, but I took a lot of it off the table. That's the best way to be. You never want to be greedy. Ever, ever do you want to be greedy when it comes to investing. And that's hard. I always say it's it's easy to buy. It's hard to sell. People just don't want to sell. You know, if they tripled their money on Tesla, they think they're going to quadruple it. And, you know... You made a brilliant move. You you got out, and here it is. It's down, you know, 200 points, you know, 20, 25%. Um, you can get back in and ride it up again. If it goes back up again, maybe it'll go lower. Who knows? There's a lot going on in the markets right now, especially with interest rates creeping up a little bit. So, you know, you just got to be careful. But it sounds as though you made a good move, and not getting greedy is the absolute best way of looking at investments. You can't get greedy. All right. Thank you. Hey, Bill, thank you. Stay healthy. Enjoy this beautiful day and weather. You know, March 27th. Holy moly. Days are getting longer. The sun's getting warmer. People are getting outside. 1-800-825-5949. For those of you that are tuning in, if you have any questions, I thank you for tuning in. 1-800-825-5949. Any questions whatsoever, give me a call. A lot of people, Tesla's great, gained a lot of attention, a lot of attention. You know, when 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 you look at 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 Tesla, you know, I I always say, you know, before the the splits and everything, I mean, it was under a hundred dollars a share just, you know, a little bit over a year ago, and you know, here we are, it went all the way up to almost nine hundred dollars a share, came back down to six hundred dollars a share. 
when when you look at companies like that i mean that's a fast moving company and you know there's sometimes it's momentum just investors hopping in and i talked to doug and kelly on the um you know their show on wednesday morning and we talked about i think it was doug who asked me about young investors what do i think about it i said i think it's a beautiful thing you know the key is for for people to learn the value and the power of saving at a younger age rather than waiting till all of a sudden they they turn 50 they say holy cow i want to i want to retire when i reach 65 how can i save up enough money so having young people especially the millennials get involved in investing and they're going to be making you know i mean we we've watched it with gamestop amc entertainment and some other um stocks i mean you know some of them made money some of them got burnt but at least they're learning the value of investing and you know hopefully they'll they'll they'll, they'll turn their game around from being day traders to being investors and they'll get a nice feeling when they start putting money away especially in their pension plan at work and they see it grow and then all of a sudden they really all of a sudden ten thousand is fifty thousand is a hundred thousand is five hundred thousand over time and that's a that's addicting so you know having younger people get get involved but companies like tesla i mean the momentum people jumped in with both feet 1-800-825-5949 1-800-825-5949 as i said the stock market ended pretty good yesterday s p you know it was a volatile week when 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 you think about the dow on monday up 100 points tuesday down 308 points wednesday like kissing your grandmother down three points thursday up almost 200 points Friday up 453 points, mostly at the end of the day. And, you know, if you look, the S&P yesterday up 65 points, 1.7% yesterday alone to close at 39.75. The Dow added, as I said, 453 points, 1.4% to close at 33,073 almost. A fresh high. Hey, it's a fresh high. Don't get scared about all-time highs stock markets do that and they do it more than you realize sure they'll take a little breather you'll have some volatility use those those volatile times in the stock market as an opportunity i have a saying in our firm volatility is an investor's friend don't be afraid of volatility when you see the market go down if you don't need your money don't sell if you own Tesla at $900 a share and you wrote it down to $600 a share and you still own it, you got to ask yourself, would you buy it at $600 a share? If the question or if the answer is yes, then why would you be selling it? If you had cash and you always wanted to get into Tesla and here you're down, you know, 25% from its all time high, you know, if you would buy in, then why would you sell? You got to just kind of re rethink your way of thinking so um you know it's nice when the markets make all-time highs you got technology taking it on the chin a little bit we've suffered a little with nasdaq one of our core positions up 161 points 1.2 percent yesterday to close at 13,138 and i tell you they've been swinging you know there's signs that the u.s economy 
is 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 primed, ready to grow. Um, we got rising bond yields. The ten-year Treasury note closed at I think 1.64 percent. It was up over 1.7 percent not too long ago. But remember, and I keep repeating myself, it was as low as 0.52 percent last August. So with higher interest rates, people kind of get out of those high-flying tech stocks, which is why you're seeing NASDAQ down and you're seeing some corrections in some of the big tech names like Tesla, um, although it's considered a consumer discretionary company, believe it or not. S&P takes all of the companies that make up the S&P 500 and Tesla joined the S&P in December. They had to put it somewhere. They put it in consumer discretionary kind of kind of interesting isn't it when you buy the consumer discretionary etf amazon is the number one holding over 20 percent weighting tesla's number two over 15 percent so depending on the day between 15 and 20 percent home depots eight percent mcdonald's five percent nike starbucks lowe's target tjx those are the companies all consumer discretionary tesla's considered a consumer discretionary company is it considered a car company by the s p i don't know what it's considered 1-800-825-5949 we have zoe in north carolina hello zoe hi um i'm currently retired but most of my money is tied up in a 401k and an IRA that I can access as needed to supplement Social Security. My question is, with Biden's proposal to strip away tax-deferred uh, uh, status for people putting money into a 401k, what might happen to people who have existing accounts who are sitting with tax-deferred money? Do you anticipate there will be any status in that losing its tax deferral? Or I don't know what your thoughts are on that. It has me concerned. Yeah, well, politicians have me concerned, Zoe, and I can't speak for them, but they can do some crazy things, can't they? Hopefully there's no sitting president that would would condone taking tax benefits away from people that have saved through their pension plans or IRAs through all the years. And hopefully that's just a conspiracy theory. I, I think there would be a mutiny. Um, to be honest, I, I think, you know, you're going to walk the pirate right out the, 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 the um, you know, ship, the, um, what am I saying? Trying to the platform of the ship and, um, you know, make them jump over. So don't get, too concerned about that just yet and more than likely zoe you're going to be in a um thank you zach plank why couldn't i think of that no it's a plank <laughs> zach harris my long-term producer keeps me honest zoe um but hopefully you don't have to worry about that and more than likely you're probably in a low tax bracket so you know what they do with taxes shouldn't concern you we have investors all the time that that say hey i need to be in municipal bonds i don't want to pay taxes i say well you do know that you're in a low tax bracket and you can make more money in a taxable bond or 
when investors or residents of New York say, hey, I can't stand living here anymore. I'm, you know, paying too much in, in taxes. I, and I remind them, I say, you do know that the first $20,000 of taxable income is New York state tax free. And if you're married, your spouse is gets another $20,000. So that's $40,000 per married couple that they don't have to pay New York state taxes on. And people don't, you know, so many people let the tail wag the dog. We want to make sure that the dog is wagging the tail. So don't be so concerned with the conspiracy theories. More than likely, taxes are going up. And, you know, it will be no surprise when that happens. I don't see how it cannot happen with all the trillions of dollars that the government's spending. And a lot of it's for good reason, but a lot of it's not. A lot of it's for for pork belly, um, slush funds, and, and all that fluff that politicians like to have. They won't vote on this bill unless you give them this or that. And I, I just, it, I, 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 it makes my blood curdle when, when you think you have a COVID relief bill and, and very, very little of it is actually going towards COVID. How does that happen in politics? I don't understand it, but Zoe, I'm not going to talk yeah. politics with you. Tell me before I let you go, how's the weather in North Carolina? It's warming up. I can tell you that. Yeah, it was a long it's winter, good. wasn't it? It wasn't too bad down here. We didn't get any snow at all. And yeah. I'm, I grew up up in Albany. I grew up, and so yeah. I don't miss it. Yeah. I well, threw my shovel away when I when I got in the car. I threw well, it out. <laughs> Some people keep a small shovel because sometimes they have um, pet dogs that they have to walk and they use the shovel for different <laughs> things. But Zoe. That's always good for. Okay, thank listen, you very much. We, we, we miss you in the Albany area, but stay safe <laughs> and healthy. And thank you for being a loyal listener and tuning in all the way from North Carolina. Stay well, Zoe. 1-800-825-5949. So as I said, you know, bond yields have, have, have gone up and, you know, you, you got a lot of the momentum stocks that, that have done well, uh, kind of cooled off a little bit. And, you know, between the, the tech big names and in, in, in technology and these acquisition companies, special purpose acquisition companies known as SPACs, not SPAC in Saratoga, where you go to see a nice concert. And hopefully this year we'll be there to see some nice concerts. But SPACs are an investment that kind of they're they're specific to invest in a certain company and whatever you know there there's actually there's ways of measuring that and they were down 10 percent this week netflix um facebook down you know 0.8 percent for for netflix 2.4 percent for facebook this week so you know if you own some of these big tech companies if you're overweight in them you got to be careful because if interest rates continue to go up, you're getting a little taste right now of what can happen. Growth has been on fire for years and years and years. And all of a sudden, value companies, after the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine came available, we saw the potential back in um, November. You know, you, you, you have the economy looking to take a shift in being more cyclical, which is why I'm, I'm really optimistic on the stock market. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Ruth in Mayfield. Hello, Ruth. Hi, how are you? 
Well, I'm doing well, so I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. We're going sure. to take a break for the news, and I really want to talk to you because I have an aunt named Ruth, and I love my Aunt Ruth, and I want to um, make sure I help you. So will you hang in through okay, the news? Great. Yeah, don't go sure anywhere. Zach, Zach's going to put you on hold. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have, folks, give us a call. I'd love to talk with you. 1-800-825-5949. Hello and welcome back. I guess I was a few seconds early on breaking for the news. Zach doesn't like it when I do that. I'm sorry, Zach. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. We have Ruth and Mayfield on hold. Hello, Ruth. Hi, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. Well, thank you for... If your loved one is at risk of a fall, the Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health can help support their safety in their home with 24-7 emergency monitoring, even when you can't be there. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. Better sleep means a better you. That's why Mattress Firm stands behind the rest assured promise. Featuring the best mattresses from America's top rated brands like the Temper Breeze Collection. And save up to $500 on premium adjustable mattress sets. Plus, get a $300 instant gift with your purchase, Good Toward Sleep Accessories. Shop Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and more with our sleep experts today to get your best sleep only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Visit mattressfirm.com for complete details. Hanging in through the news, what can I help you with? Well, my question is really pertains to my two grown children. Um, my son is self-employed and has always maxed out what he can fund in his simple IRA, and he's always maxed out his Roth. And my daughter is a nurse, and she also maxes out her 403B and a Roth. But if you do the numbers, I'm concerned that since there are, you know, there's not that many pensions around, and I'm also concerned about um, Social Security and whether or not they will have it when they're older, is there anything else that they can do? Yeah, so, you know, one, you, it sounds as though you, you taught your children well for them to be maxing out these pension plans. That's a beautiful thing. You have to be proud as a mom. That would make you one proud mom. So um, good good for you and good for them. So your son, if he doesn't have any employees, being a sole proprietor only. Oh, he does have employees? Yes, he is a sole proprietor, but he does have employees. So he All offers right. them a simple IRA plan as well. Yep. Okay. Um, because otherwise he could open up what we call a solo 401k. And I think he can put up to like fifty six, fifty eight thousand dollars $58,000 into it. So there's other type pension plans, depending on whether or not he wants to put money away for his employees. Otherwise, if he's maxing out the simple and he's maxing out the, the, uh, I think you said Roth IRA, there's not much yeah. more you yeah. can do on a retirement side other than possibly opening up a brokerage account and just putting money in. We we manage a lot of money for clients in our tax managed accounts where, you know, they put money in and, you know, they don't get the retirement benefits. They're taxed on right. any any money they, they sell where there's gains. But it's not like an IRA where when you take money out, it's earned income. It's capital gains tax. But if it's set up right and it's managed for taxes, then 
they can make some money. The same with your daughter. If she's maxing out everything at work and once again doing a Roth IRA, you know, there's not much more. But just talk to them about opening up. It may not be called a retirement account, but it's still a savings account. You know, I right. They don't. For, they have done that. I just wondered if I'm missing yeah, out. If I'm missing no. something, I didn't think so, but. You've so. taught them well, Ruth. You've taught them well. No, you didn't miss out on on anything. And, you know, for those listening, folks, if I mean, hats off to Ruth for her two children to be such diligent savers. You know, if you haven't done any retirement planning, if you're not saving 10 to 15 percent of your salary, more than likely you're not saving enough. It sounds like a lot, but it takes a lot to retire if you want to have a certain lifestyle during retirement. So, Ruth, hats off to you. I hope you're staying safe you. and healthy in Mayfield, and I appreciate you calling. Very much. One. Take care. Bye-bye, Ruth. Yeah, as I said, I got an Aunt Ruth, 91. And she, um, she's the one that, that had a bullet go through her living room window one Sunday night a few months back. You know, just uh, uh, some thug out on the street shooting at another thug and um, went right through her front window. Thank God, watching the 11 o'clock news on a Sunday night. Thank God she didn't get up to get a cup of tea. You know, I mean, I, I, I was right there. I, I, you know, I saw the... The bullet was embedded in the wall. Crazy, crazy. It's a crazy world. You you read the headlines. It's crazy. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. I don't want investing to be crazy. So call me. Any questions that you have, any questions whatsoever, give me a call. Let me help you out and get you pointed in the right direction. You know, um... You have U.S. household spending fell 1% um, for, for, for February, according to the Commerce Department. And that could be an impersonal income fell as well. Remember, a lot of people got some stimulus checks in January. So that boosted January's numbers. So falling in February between that and the cold weather and people not going out, I'm not too concerned about that. Um, you got that ship that 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 huge container ship in the Suez Canal that is blocking off things. Hey, folks, if you ordered something, you know, from 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 anywhere outside of the great USA, you may not be getting it for a while. You know, it's amazing what one ship can do. One ship that's stuck, and this ship is stuck. So. For the week, as I said, the S&P was up, you know, 1.57%. The Dow, 1.36%. QQQ, NASDAQ 100 Composite Index. That's what you buy when you buy QQQ, the 100 largest companies, up point, almost 0.9%. The regular NASDAQ Composite was down, believe it or not, 0.58%. And the loser of the week... Russell 2000, down almost 3%. But, you know, when you look year-to-date, the Dow is up 8%. NASDAQ up almost 2%. S&P up almost 6%. When you break out the large companies into mid-cap and small-cap, you got the S&P mid-cap index up 14% year-to-date. Small-cap index up 19%. And the Russell 2000 is a blend of small and mid-cap. And that is up 12.5% year-to-date. Um, 
so you know it's even though it, it took it on the chin this week it's 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 still doing pretty good you know um it, it's when when you see the economy take off the russell 2000 is going to take off with it those small mid cap companies you know they're they're going to they're going to do well they're going to do well and we're seeing a shift of value more you know when you look the s&p is trading at about a 20 pe ratio you look at a at a you know technology etf it's going to be a whole lot higher um some some great those momentum names companies are trading at a premium to the market and they they always will they always do every once in a while you get a break there was you know times throughout the last several years where apple was actually trading as a value company and people that loaded up on on that did well and i actually like apple um you know as as it's falling off its perch you know apple had had a a high of um you know i think 140 dollars a share at at its at its high this this year 144 dollars almost and you know, it being down at around $120, you know, if you if you always wanted to buy Apple, I'd rather buy it at $120 than buy it at at you know $144, right? Doesn't that make sense? I mean, why why not? That's how you have to think with investing. So, um, you know, Apple, you know, is just a great company. If you wrestled me to the ground, I think it's one of the best companies that 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 we have around the world it's got a balance sheet to choke a course horse um more cash on the books than most countries around the world customers that are as loyal as as loyal can be it's not a bad stock if you're going to own a stock i like apple now listen ibm used to be like that too and ibm has took it on um, and taken it on the chin apple could take it on the chin as well you never know 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Gold still hanging down around $1,732 an ounce, down 8, 8.5% this year, year to date. Um, oil, you know, right around $60 a barrel. And oil has done really well this year, so far up 25%. Mortgage rates, I talked about them last year, and I talked with anybody who will listen to me. If if you are looking to buy a house, don't wait till you save up 30 40 50% down payment. Don't, don't, don't. Get in with as, as little as you need to put down. You know, the real estate market's been hot, and COVID is especially in in the suburbs i mean people are moving out of the city i don't care if they're moving up to you know the the mountains the adirondacks saratoga um you know rensselaer columbia county or moving down to florida but they're moving out of the city we know that taxes and just you know the the covid is has opened up a lot of people's eyes and working remotely a lot of companies are realizing hey why 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 am I paying all this rent? Why why do I have my people coming into work every day? I don't need to do that. So the world is changing. There's gonna be some positive things that come out of this dark umbrella that we're living under, this dark cloud. And COVID is truly, truly a game changer. But when it comes to borrowing money, 
mortgages, you know, they they were in a two percent range, two and a half percent range, thirty year fixed. Now it's at three point two five, and the fifteen years still around two and a half. Those are national averages. Don't wait too long, folks. When in, and interest rates will go up. I don't, I can't tell you when. The Fed says not till twenty twenty three, but interest rates will go up. Mortgage rates have already creeped up. Don't wait. Borrow, leverage yourself. You know, if you can buy that house and you get in at a low interest rate, I'm telling you, if you wait till mortgage rates are 4 or 5%, you know, all of a sudden the cost of that house for the next 30 years is going to be a whole lot more expensive. So don't wait. That's one of the positives to low interest rates. 1-800-825-5949. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Mike in Nassau. Hello, Mike. Hi Steve, I have a I have a quick question. Should I, I have a 457 uh, deferred comp um, from my uh, employment? Should I be loading up on the bond aspect of my portfolio now, given what's going on with the interest rates? No, 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 no. Actually, we're looking to underweight our bonds real soon. We don't want to be holding paper. Remember when when the Fed. And we've already seen it. You know, if, if you look at some some mortgage um, bond funds, you know they're 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 down. When 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 you think year to date, most bond funds you're 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 losing money. Um, the aggregate bond fund is down three and a half percent. That's the bond index. That's like the S and P five hundred index for stocks. This is the bond index. What fixed income holdings are are. Um, you know, pegged to, and it's down three and a half percent year to date. Why the S and P 500 index is up almost six percent? That's like a almost a ten percent swing. So you don't want to be. I don't think you want to be loading up on bonds. Obviously, Mike. A lot of people buy bonds because they want to soften the volatility in their portfolio, but they're realizing that bonds don't. You know, that they think bonds are safe, but bonds bonds can lose money just like stocks can lose money and and commodities can lose money and real estate can lose money bonds are are, are no different so when you look at at the s p up almost six percent and the bond portfolio being down three and a half percent you know that's a that's a big swing um real estate investment trusts are up seven percent year to date um you know you got to think outside the box i think when it comes to fixed income because when the Fed starts raising interest rates, you're going to see more volatility in bonds. So we're getting ready to lower our exposure to bonds. We don't want to be, you know, we made some good money last year. We made a lot of good money last year in our bond holdings. Um, you know, good, good money for our clients. But we're, we're going to think outside the box. We'll explain to our clients there's going to be some risk that comes with that when we get out of bonds. If we go into some alternative assets, we may even buy some dividend-paying stocks and take advantage of some of the great dividends that are out there. But I wouldn't be loading up. How old are you, Mike? 60. Yeah. You're a young guy, Mike. I mean, are you married? Yes. Yes, Steve, yes. Why are you laughing yes, about am. that? Uh, just that uh, I'm, I'm speaking for my wife and myself. We have an equal uh, <laughs> amount in each portfolio. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're no, both, I, it's about 70-30 right now. So Yeah, we're just 70% stocks? 
Yes, 70, bu- yeah. uh, 70 stocks, 30 bonds. Yeah, so most of our retirees are in our growth and income strategy. That that targets 60% stocks, 40% bonds, alternative assets, and cash. So um, 70, 30 is pretty good, but you're so young. I mean, I'm, my, my wife and I are, 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 are in our early 60s, and I'm 100% invested with our family money in the stock market. I don't own any bonds, but I understand the risk-reward relationship of stocks and bonds. And I know that, you know, any money I need for the next two years, I have set aside the same I do for my clients. So when that next correction, when that next bear market, when that next recession comes, we're not we're not running for the hills. We're already we got everybody protected. And this is why our clients are very comfortable owning stocks. A lot of our retirees are in our growth strategy, 80-20. So you're right smack in the middle. You need to sit down with your wife. Remember, at 60, the chances of both of you or at least one of you being with us for another 30 years is pretty good. That's long term when it comes to investing. So, you know, kind of talk it out. But. God, I, I wouldn't be selling all of my stocks, that's for sure. Thank you, Steve. Mike, thank you, and stay safe and healthy, okay? And believe me, if Mike does decide after talking to his wife, because it comes down to it doesn't matter what I say professionally, and it doesn't matter what I do personally. My comfort level for risk is is higher than than, than um not obviously being 100% invested in the stock market. I don't care when the stock market goes down. I don't look. And I, I swear to God, I don't look. I never look. Even during the beginning stages of COVID, I never looked at my portfolio. I said to a client a couple of days ago, you know, if I look once a quarter, that's a lot. And that's the truth, folks. I don't look at my portfolio every day. I don't care what it's doing day to day. I'm in it for the long haul. I'm in a well-diversified portfolio. I'm invested just like my clients. I told you the story last week or the week before, I think, about this great client that I have in, in, in Naples, Florida. And we had a Zoom conference. And, you know, his wife said, you know, I told him not to look, but he looks every day, Steve. And Harmony and I did the call. And I said, well, fine. I'll send my IT people down. We'll program the TV so you can't watch any of that, those financial porn programs where they're trying to scare you with breaking news every 10 seconds. And we'll um, make sure that you can only look at your at your investments once a month. And that'll kind of take care of that. And she laughed and he kind of laughed, too. He said, you know, I always get nervous. And, and, and then I talk to you and I realize, what am I nervous about? That's why I'm paying you, Steve. And that's what clients do. They they let us worry about the risk management. And believe me, folks, you know, not all of our ideas always do well. Sometimes we're in different tactical positions short term, and that's okay. You know, we're managing risk, and we're trying to make money for clients, and we're looking ahead. We can learn from the past. It's okay. And as I said, we may be buying some dividend-paying stocks. We manage mostly exchange-traded funds, but it doesn't mean in the past I've bought individual stocks for clients for good reason. I like the dividend, or I like the fact that they got beaten up, and I believe in it. So it's not that we're against individual stocks, but our portfolios will never be 100% stocks. And we're very careful about owning mutual funds, and we own no annuities. 
Um, it's just my way of managing money. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. Any questions whatsoever, folks, give me a call. Over the last year, we know that last April, we lost 22 million jobs and we regained about 12, 12 and a half million of them now. I think the unemployed number is about nine and a half million. There's a lot of people that have been on unemployment and with this new $1.9 trillion stimulus package, they kind of threw a little, um, you know, uh, uh, stipend in there for those that, that had unemployment. Um, insurance. Believe it or not, sometimes unemployment insurance is, is taxable to folks. And there's an exemption now for taxpayers that earn less than $150,000. And a lot of people were unemployed last year, folks. So I want you to listen. If you were one of those folks and you were unemployed and you collected unemployment insurance, um, you know, you, you're going to pay tax on it. But now the you got $10,200 10, uh, that's exempt from paying taxes in 2020 as long as your income is under 150,000. So let's make believe you got, you know, a, a married couple earning 200,000. Let's make believe 100,000 each. Well, you may want to marry file married separately for last year so that one or both of you if you collected unemployment insurance benefits, you can take advantage of that. And, hey, folks, why pay Uncle Sam any more than you need to? I mean, listen, Uncle Sam takes enough money from us. Not everybody's paying tax, but a lot of people are paying tax, and a lot of people are paying a lot in taxes. So every tax break that you can get, you want to take it advantage of. Every tax break, don't, don't um, let that go. The other thing that you can do in order to save on taxes last year, if if you qualify and you can put money into an IRA, you know, you can put $6,000 away if you had $6,000 of earned income. And if you were 50 or older last year, you can do an extra $1,000 catch-up, $7,000 right up until you file your taxes. Um, so, you know, if you qualify for that traditional IRA, hey, if you got money sitting in a savings account, take it from the savings account and just move it into an IRA, get a tax break. Putting six or seven thousand dollars in could save you two, three thousand dollars in taxes. Why not take advantage of that? Why not? Um, you know, take advantage of, of every tax break that you can. You know, for those business owners, SEP IRAs or solo 401ks. You know, for 2020, as I said, you 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 can you can kind of shelter up to fifty-seven thousand dollars. Once again, if you got money sitting in a savings account, take it out of that savings account. Put it, get a tax break, and get it growing, tax deferred. Why pay? Why pay money? You got health savings accounts. Um, you know, you got some 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 ideas. I'm a big believer to hire hire a tax professional to do your taxes, and a lot of people like to do it themselves. But sometimes it pays to have a qualified tax preparer prepare your taxes so that you don't miss out on some of these opportunities. Once again, why pay any more money in taxes than you need to? One eight hundred. 825-5949, Any questions whatsoever, give me a quick call. Um, you know, as I said, household spending kind of cooled last month. 
and you know it, it was cold out people just weren't outside with this nice weather oh my god people are soaking up the sun right looking pretty good with that vitamin d um you know this is all good news for 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 stock investors i think because when and as the economy starts to open up more i'm optimistic that the stock market will 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 do well and why shouldn't it do well people are gonna listen folks people have more money saved up than ever before for the last year they haven't been hopping on a plane going on vacation going out to eat they can't go see a movie they're not in malls shopping for things they don't need they got money saved up and we're getting new a new round of stimulus checks being sent to people that money's going to find its way into the economy this is why i'm optimistic no matter what the headlines are no matter what the breaking news stories are i'm optimistic that the stock market still has room to do well and if i'm wrong that's okay there's going to be a correction a bear market it's happening i don't see any recessions on the horizon usually bear markets come with recessions um usually last year we had a bear market was the shortest on record you know where the market dropped 34 percent remember an official correction is when the market drops 10 percent a bear market is when the market drops 20 percent and we dropped 34 percent so that put us in bear market territory and we came right out of it real quick real quick so don't be afraid of corrections or bear markets as i said use the volatility to your advantage the beauty about weekends you can sit back and put your feet up enjoy the weekends because you know exactly what's going on with the markets you aren't going to lose any money any money whatsoever i know we got trish on johnstown from johnstown but trish you're gonna have to call back tomorrow morning we're coming up to the end of the show so i won't have time to take your question but if you call me in the morning 8 a.m we're back um, i'll talk to you tomorrow folks enjoy the day come back tomorrow thank you for tuning in at adp we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.